two quarters down, two quarters to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Bill Barr broadcast booth alongside Riley Nelson. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Williams Stadium, Lynchburg, Virginia. BYU trailing Liberty by a score of 20-14 to 14 at halftime. Cougars looking to stop a few uh, streaks and skids and whatnot. There are a few in play today. Interestingly, BYU has lost its last four day games. BYU's lights out, if you will, at night. 13 straight wins in night games. Four straight losses in day games. Also four straight losses when trailing at halftime, as BYU is today. Five straight losses against the spread. If you want to go that way, and BYU is a seven-point favorite here today against Liberty. So a 13-point swing in that number right now, favored by seven, trailing by six. So there's some things in play today as BYU looks to reverse those trends, reverse their fortune, and find a way to come back and win here today on the road. Trailing by six, the Flames have BYU trailing by six, and will now get the football to start. Half number two as the Flames won the game opening coin toss and deferred to the second half. Well... Riley, it's a long season, but uh, kind of now is the time to stand up and be counted here for BYU. They've already lost two games in a row coming in two. That's another thing. They're on a two-game slide coming in two today. And uh, certainly, uh, the odds are BYU has itself a bowl-eligible season. Uh, still a shot at 10 wins, but that shot goes away if you don't win today. Uh, if BYU falls to 4-4, four and four, there won't be enough games to get to 10. And double-digit wins are one of those standards BYU holds itself to exemplify uh, special seasons, and uh, that chance will go away if the Cougs can't come back here today. I've got the John Wooden pyramid of success on the on my mind. I mentioned it on the uh, in the pregame, but uh, the top block is competitive greatness. Be at your best when your best is needed. That first half was definitely not BYU's best, uh, but they need it now. Down six on the road, uh, their best is needed now. Let's see if they can generate it. Kickoff. From south to north, left to right as we see it and you hear it, Jake Oldroyd puts boot to ball and blasts it through the end zone for a touchback. So Liberty first and 10 from its own 25. And you can no longer just hope the Flames make mistakes because there was a pretty big one, a pick that resulted in a short field touchdown for BYU. Jonathan Bennett has otherwise been very, very good. A 51% passer turning into an 81% passer here today. And Liberty... Leading the nation in takeaways. Has no takeaways today of note. BYU has not turned the ball over, and the Flames have already given it away one time. That's now 17 giveaways to 18 takeaways. Day-Day Hunter is the tailback with Jonathan Bennett in the gun. Holds it out there for Day-Day, who steps out of a Max Tooley tackle and has himself a nifty gain to the 34-yard line. It's a nine-yard run for Day-Day on first and ten. And Max Tooley was right there, just poor tackling. He got caught flat-footed, and then he dove. You, with a tackler like Day-Day, you've got to be able to sink your hips and drive through the ball carrier. So Liberty's going to be walking that fine line between tempo and having the clock be your friend here in the second half. Shotgun for Bennett. Drops to throw on a five-step. Time. Throws far side. Complete for a first down to the 39-yard line. It was from the 34 second and one and now a new first and ten set of downs for Liberty I think Liberty will be deliberate on this first drive or but if they get a second score to go up two scores expect the pace to slow way down for injury injury timeout and it's a BYU player down by the way that last completion didn't give you the receiver CJ Daniels 
with just his second catch of the year. And Daniels has been uh, reactivated, if you will, after being injured earlier in the year. The injured player for BYU is John Nelson. So Big Bad John gets up and walks slowly to the team area. We'll see how both uh, Puka Nakua and Chris Brooks do here in the second half health-wise. Both guys seemed a little hobbled late in the first half. So, Greg, on that last pass, Bennett for Liberty, his career high had been 17 for 30. He got his 18th career high completion on only 22 attempts versus BYU defense. First and 10, Flames at their own 39-yard line. Ball far hash. Shadows cover almost the entire field right now. The handoff to Shedro Lewis, and you can see his way. It's like an elevator door situation. Can I get through before they close? And he squeezes through for a gain of three or four yards. Second down and six for the Flames out to the 43. Keeping things positive, keeping things moving forward on first and second down. 13.40 to go in quarter number three. Liberty works with a six-point lead. They've called this game the fulfillment of a vision, a game 50 years in the making, the biggest home game in Liberty program history at home. Jerry Falwell, the university founder, said he modeled his school after schools like BYU, religiously founded, and looking to excel athletically. Shedro Lewis has a second-level run, running between the hash marks on first down, another first down stick mover for the Flames into BYU territory. Ben Bywater, the almost touchdown-saving tackle at the 46-yard line. And the yards coming in big chunks. Liberty now over 300 yards on the day to BYU's 180. Cougs needing a defensive spark somewhere, somehow. Maybe it comes via takeaway. They have one today. First and ten flames at the BYU 46. 12.56 to play in the third. Bennett has gone almost all the way. BYU four down lineman. The run is to the right. Off the right tackle, Shedro Lewis is dragged down by Alden Tofa at the 42. Give him four. Second down and six for the Flames. Again, Liberty's drives today. They're scoring drives. 11 plays, 11 plays, 13 plays, 8 plays. They chew up time and yards, and the Cougar defense has had, once again, a tough time getting off the field. Keenan Peely gets off the field, replaced by Pepe Tanuvasa. So Thule on the sideline, Peely on the sideline. Play clock down to 10, and Liberty in no hurry. Marching methodically. The 42 of BYU, second down and 6. They vacate for empty. Trips left, twins to the right for Bennett. He'll look to the left. He'll throw on the underneath crosser, complete to Demario Douglas. And Caleb Robinson makes the tackle at the 25-yard line. A 17-yard gain and another first down for Liberty. And again, the, the, the Flames, after a big first down, love to go tempo. They're quickly back to the ball, but BYU substitutes. Bywater and Tofa check out. A 17-yard gain on a simple slant route. Just, they're, I mean... Bennett's playing well, and he's showing extreme poise, but the defense is making it far too easy for him. Bennett's shotgun. They're giveaway prone, and BYU might need one the way this game is going. The handoff, Shedro. There's a rare negative play, a tackle for loss by Tyler Batty, wrapping up and throwing down Shedro Lewis, and it'll be a second down and 12. And, and it's just rare that a TFL happens for BYU, especially on a first down play. Well, two plays ago, you said on the tackle by Alden Tofa, you said, and Alden Tofa, who's a defensive tackle, right? It felt like he was kind of making that play at the line of scrimmage, and then you followed up by saying, gain of four. It just feels like the push, 
Liberty is playing their offensive football on BYU's side of the ball, and that's not a good recipe. Second and 12 to the 27 of BYU. He takes his drop, does Bennett. Sets to fire and unloads to the far sideline. Catch made inside the 20, the 15, the 14-yard line. Did he get the line to gain? I do think so. Noah Frith makes the catch and move the sticks. So the negative play comes on first and 10, but on a second and 12, a quick fire and a chain mover to Frith, and now it's first and 10 from the BYU 15, and again, no huddle, back to the ball. They fake fly sweep, they fake handoff middle, back shoulder, and nearly picked off. Caleb Hayes had the better look at it. They went in the end zone, and running deeper than the cutoff was called for, and coming up hobbled on that far sideline is Noah Frith, and so Frith may leave the game injured. And it's second and 10 from the 15. That was a misfire or a miscommunication either way on a throw for the end zone on a pair of play fakes to both fly sweep and handoff. And now on second and 10 from the 15, again, play clock is rolling to 15 seconds. Game clock at 10.35. It's the opening drive of the second half. And Liberty's controlled the middle eight, if you will, already. As already four minutes plus have gone here in half number two. Five-second play clock. Pistol now. Snap, Bennett, turn and give to Day-Day. Day-Day looking to stretch it out left side. Gets to the 10 and runs into Gabe Judy Lally, who makes the firm tackle. So it's a gain of about four. Third down and six from the 10. And BYU's done a good job of holding Liberty to field goal tries inside the 10 today. It also helps that I, I get the sense the Liberty coaching staff doesn't trust Bennett's decision-making or maybe they don't trust his accuracy down close to the end zone when the windows get a lot tighter and a lot smaller. So they've, their play calling has gotten significantly more conservative, especially inside the 15. So it's third down and six from the 10. And now a field goal is still significant, makes it a, th- a two-score game. But the Cougs have done a nice job holding down deep. Play clock to two and to one. Empty for Bennett on quarterback draw. The 10, the 5, the slide. Where did he slide? Needed to get to the 5. They mark him short of the line to gain. He slid too soon. It's going to be fourth and inches. What is he doing? Yeah. You've got to get the line to gain. And Bennett gave up early. Oh, what a mistake by the Liberty quarterback. Easily there's an extra yard there to be made. And he slid too early, fourth and inches. And now the Kooks can make a stop on shotgun. The handoff, the give, and a touchdown. It won't matter. Shedro Lewis takes the handoff from Jonathan Bennett. Scores to make it 26-14 with the PAT pending. Jonathan Bennett slid too early. Instead of first down, it became fourth and inches. But on fourth and inches, no problem whatsoever. Handoff to Shedro, and he runs almost unaccosted into the end zone left side. For the score to make it a 12-point game, PAT for 13. And since BYU went up 14-3, to it's 23 straight and maybe 24 straight points for Liberty as we await the PAT try from Nick Brown. And the middle eight, Riley, goes to Liberty. Not even sure BYU was lined up a fourth in inches. It's such a big down like that. And I don't even think BYU was lined up correctly. They didn't have a right end, which is why it was so easy for Shedro to get the edge and not only convert the first down, but eventually get in the touchdown. And the PAT is good. And 27-3 to is the score. And another long, time-consuming, yard-churning drive. 12 plays, 75 yards, 544 off the clock. Liberty's non-INT drives today have gone 11, 11, 13, 12, and 8. It's Liberty 27, it's BYU 14. Cougs down 13 with 9.16 to go in the third. We're taking a timeout on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, BYU's down 13. If BYU's to win today, they'll do something they've never done in the Kalani Sitake era. Come back from down more than 12. BYU's large deficit overcome for a win in the Sitake era was minus 12 at Houston in 2020. They were down 26-14. to 14. Came back to win 43-26. Now BYU is down four, at 27 to 14. How about this Liberty team? Last week, they had a season-low 61 plays against Gardner-Webb. Here just into the third quarter, they've snapped 55 to BYU's 23. 32 more plays on offense for Liberty than BYU. The Flames 3-0 at home this year. Interestingly, they won all three of their home games with exactly 21 points. 21-14, 21-12, and 21-20. Well, they're now at 27-14. They've gotten past the 21-point plateau, and then some. Kickoff. Sidewinder. Caught on the run by Hobbs Nyberg at the 3. Hobbs has the 20 and the 23. The 30-yard line. Good run back by Hobbs. They'll mark him down maybe 29. Where will the spot be? Nope, 30-yard line. First and 10, BYU at the 30. Well, it's comeback time, and again, never have they come back from more than 12. Well, they're down 13 now with 9.09 to play in quarter number three. And it's been a while since the offense has been on the field by true clock. Uh, yeah, by real, true in clock, real time. By, in real time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is, as, as an offense, if I'm the quarterback in the huddle, we have to score touchdowns every drive. You know Liberty is going to take all the air out of the football. They've proven that they can possess and continue to chew clock drives uh, against the BYU defense. So you're going to get four touchdown or four drives. You need to plan on scoring touchdowns on each drive if you want to make up this deficit and have a chance at winning. Screened to Nakua right side. First down and more. Nakua to the 45-yard line. That was easy. Easy 15 yards for BYU. The Cougars have scored a touchdown on their first possession of the second half in four straight games. This now is the fifth. Can the Cougs keep that streak alive and may keep their hopes alive in this game? 8.55 to play in the third. Hall, their movement, false start. Come on. After a nice big play to Nakua. 15 yards, marching back five. First down and 15 coming up for BYU. Ball start. 56 offense. Five-yard penalty. Remains first down. Well, BYU fans, Built Bar has introduced a new Cougar Tail Puff inspired by BYU's very own 16-inch maple bar served at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And the best part about the Built Cougar Tail Puff is that you support the BYU football program when you buy one. First down and 15 Cougs. Back at the BYU 40-yard line. Liberty 27, BYU 14. It's 24 in a row for the Flames. Screen set up to Davis. He makes the catch and is dropped for a loss of nearly five. Ahmad Walker, the tackle for Liberty. Five-yard loss, so now second down and 20. By the way, Miles Davis is in. Chris Brooks remains on the sideline. He's been limping around a bit. Helmet on, was on the bike a moment ago, but has not played since going out after a long run in the first half, and he looks a little worse for wear. Nakua today, by the way, 113 receiving yards to lead BYU. Second and 20 for the Cougs back at their 35. So after a 15-yard gain, consecutive negative plays, minus 5 on a penalty, minus 5 on a lost for yardage on screen reception. Hill, make it haul in the gun. Plenty of time, and it's incomplete. Maybe 
little early on Keanu Hill was the defensive back, Quinton Reese, but no, no flag. And so it's a pass breakup for Quinton Reese, and now BYU faces a third down and 20 from its own 35-yard line after a really strong play to Nakua to get the drive going. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like following up a mistake and a false start by, and compounding it with a five-yard loss, and now you find yourself in third and 20. It's just uh, the, this football is just really tough to you know, overcome. BYU one for four on third. They've only gotten to four third downs on the day. And BYU's not had a third and 20 this season. Third and 20 now from the BYU 35 on a five-step. Jaron Hall slaps the ball, has room to run, takes off, heads up field, and is tackled shy of midfield. Needed to get to the 45 of Liberty. And now on fourth and six, Aaron Roderick may say, you know what? He got enough. He got enough. It's going to be fourth and seven. Kalani said on our halftime interview, fourth and nine was too long. And they're going to say fourth and seven is too long. Whoa. So from the 48-yard line of BYU trailing by 13 with almost half the quarter gone here in the third, BYU's going to punt it away. Yeah. Mm. You know, I... I guess on the decision, maybe you you got a plan. He, Coach Sataki also talked about changing up the scheme in that. What I'm most discouraged about is I'm, as I'm watching the offense come off the field is the body language. Rico blasts the punt that gets into the end zone for a touchback. So from the 48-yard line on a fourth and seven, trailing by 13 points and already half the quarter gone in the third, Kalani Sitake and BYU decide to punt. The Rico punt will come out to the 20. Liberty which is not yet punted in this game. Long drive after long drive after long drive. Will the Flames get the ball back next? The Cougars' comeback hopes may ride on getting a stop on this next drive. 7-10 to play in the third. We take a break here in Lynchburg. Liberty 27, BYU 14 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, BYU fans, you can fly to Provo with nonstop service from 13 destinations across the country and touchdown just minutes from campus at Provo's new airport terminal. Learn more at utahvalley.com. Produced in cooperation with Explore Utah Valley and the Utah Office of Tourism. Down to Mitchell Jurgens for an update on Chris Brooks. Yeah, Chris Brooks has not been ruled out of this game. Um, it's been reported that if BYU feels like they need him, then he could give it a go. Um, so he'll do his best to stay warm and loose on the sideline in case his number is called. Thank you, Mitchell. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. We come back in Liberty, first down and 10 from the Flame Zone 20-yard line. Day-Day Hunter takes the handoff and busts it to the outside. 25 and 30, 35 and 40, 45 and 50. He breaks the last tackle, and he will go 20-10-5. Touchdown, Liberty, an 80-yard touchdown run from Day-Day Hunter. It's 33 to 14, a PAT, and the Cougs will be down 20. And from the 20-yard line, Day-Day Hunter all day down the far sideline. One man to beat. He hops over him at midfield and takes it all the way to the house. You know, I think Liberty came out and was like, hey, listen, we got a, two, we got a two-score lead. We're going to chew up some clock. You know, if we, don't, if we don't score, we get held to a field goal. That's fine. They would much rather take one play 80 yards to extend the lead to what's about to be 20 points, three scores at home against BYU. The Cougs have come back under Kalani by 10. They've come da- back from down 12. Never has BYU come back from down 20 to win a game in the Sitake era. And with a PAT from Nick Brown, which is up and good, BYU's down 20. 34 
to 14. And Liberty has outscored BYU 31 to nothing. 31 to nothing since BYU went up 14 to 3 on an Isaac Rex touchdown catch in the first quarter. This Liberty team and crowd is fired up. The Flames have nearly extinguished BYU's hopes in Lynchburg, but plenty of time left. There's a lot of time left, and the Cougs still could author a remarkable comeback story, but it has to begin sooner than later. With 6.54 to go in the third, it's 34-14 to 14 Flames. Wow. Day-Day Hunter. 16 carries for 173 yards. And yeah, the 80-yard run helps the number, but he was still averaging six yards plus per pop before that big bust. Well, I'm sure, you know, this is, if not already a career day, it's sure shaping up to be a career day for Day-Day Hunter. It's a career day for Bennett. Uh, This BYU defense is, I mean, I understand that this being (laughs) a game against uh, two football teams that represent Christian institutions, but we're taking the generosity a little bit too far, (laughs) I think. Kickoff from Jason Stricker to Hobbs Nyberg. This one's hammered and will spiral into the end zone for a touchback. Well, Liberty is outgaining BYU better than 2-1. to 439 to 203. The first downs better than 2-1. to one. Almost 3-1 to one at 22-8. to eight. Total plays better than 2-1. to one. 56-27. to 27. Liberty now with the advantage in yards per play naturally. Possession time, plus 12 minutes for the Flames. BYU, the only number really in BYU's favor is the turnover margin at plus one. That's it. Everything else is Liberty, including scoreboard. 34-14. to 14. The Cougs, who've never come back from down more than 12 under Kalani, now have to come back from down 20. Can they do it? Screen to Puka Nakua for almost nothing to the left side. Falls ahead for two. Just give him one to the 26. Greg, Second down and nine, yeah. If they're going to do it, they need someone to play with some emotion. There needs to be some fire. I'm watching the sideline. I watched the offense at, as they came off after their last drive. I'm now looking at the defense. Uh, you know, I don't. I, I see a, some hand-waving from some coaches, but nothing coming from the players. Between plays on offense, I don't see any urgency, any fire. I'd like for their – I mean, it's not all on a motion. You still need to execute, but there needs to be some element of that in this game. Second down and nine. Play clock down to 12 for Jaron Hall on a five-step. The right-hander goes for Puka. Puka's open. He's downfield in. Can't make the catch. He dives, lays out, and it goes through his arms and falls incomplete, and Puka is slow to get up. Rolls to his knees, gets up and goes immediately to the team area. And again, he hangs an arm. Puka having a tough time staying upright or feeling well as he's come to the sideline numerous times today. And he had his man beat and the pass maybe a foot or two too long for Nakua. Yeah, I mean, that, he got both hands on it. So oh. I, I wonder if him being slow to get up was more disappointment than anything else. Third down and nine from the BYU 26. That was the shot that BYU almost had to hit. And Puka had beat his man. Two high safeties for Liberty on a third down and nine from the BYU 26. Jaron Hall shotgun. Play fake. Diagonal drop. Looks underneath. Ball batted down. Oh, nearly intercepted. And it should have been. Defensive lineman Dre Butler had it in his hands. And that could have been it for BYU. If you give the Flames a short field there, he had it in his hands. A deflected ball. It falls incomplete. Should have been. Should have been a Liberty interception. And on another three and out, BYU will punt it away from the Cougs' own 26-yard line, the line of scrimmage. So, Liberty in shape to get good field position. BYU's Ryan Rico is punting for 
a fourth time. Liberty without a punt on the day. Snap back to Rico from Riggs. Sky high and very deep. And two returners back. A fair catch called for and made at the 25-yard line by Demario Douglas. And a timeout on the field, so we will take it. Liberty gets the ball with a 20-point lead. It's 34-14. The Flames singeing BYU and Lynchburg on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, coming up is today's money moment of the game, brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with All Pro Capital. It's our money moment of the game. And today's money moment of the game is this defensive sequence for BYU. Liberty with a 20-point lead, 34-14. The Flames on a 31-0 scoring run. 5.58 remains in the third quarter. BYU needs a stop. They've not forced a single Liberty punt all day. Well, now's the time. Liberty backed up to its 26-yard line. First down and 10. The money moment of the game brought to you by All Pro Capital. And here we go. BYU on defense. Liberty first and 10 from the 26. Ball between the hash marks. Jonathan Bennett has played all but a few snaps. The Charlie Brewer experiment will wait for another week, I think. The former Utah quarterback got in for a few snaps. Didn't do much with those opportunities, and Bennett's been the mainstay. Day-Day Hunter, his last touch was an 80-yard touchdown run. And he'll take the handoff, running it left this time, looking for a gap, and somehow found one again. It's another first-down run for Day-Day Hunter. Great vision, finding space where there appears to be none, and he finds 11 yards out of the first and 10. I mean, at some point you got to shed a block. Like, this BYU team seems content to just, or the BYU defensive front seems content to just say, well, I, I, I took care of my, of my gap, so what more do you expect? Well, Day-Day Hunter says, I, you know, I'll find a way between the gaps. And as a defender, you've got to find a way to get off your block and get the ball carrier on the ground as Liberty, with 10 seconds left, just barely is getting the play in from the sideline. Set first and 10 again, 37-yard line. Play fake and a sprint right for Bennett. Bennett looking downfield, being chased by John Nelson, who swipes at the legs of Bennett and knocks him down. Just that last little flick of the wrist took Bennett off balance and limits him to a three-yard gain. Otherwise, he could have had a first down and maybe more to the right side. Nice play by Big Bad John. Yeah, it's like we talked about last uh Last series, though, when, or two series ago, when Tyler Batty was able to get that tackle for a loss, that's John Nelson chasing down the quarterback in what feels like the backfield, but somehow it results in a three-yard gain in a second and seven, which is obviously good for Liberty. And again, they should let this play play. It's never too early to let it run down. It's still 440 to go in the third, but they shouldn't be snapping early unless they really want to go tempo and catch BYU off guard. 430 to go in the third, four-second play clock. The snap to Bennett. A play fake open in the right flat is Day-Day, but he goes underneath complete to the tight end. Austin Henderson, who had a touchdown catch today, gets to midfield, and it's a first down again. Move the sticks, and all the way down to the 48 of BYU. Well, this yardage number is staggering. 453 to 204 in Liberty's favor. BYU had a 14-3 lead and was cruising in the first quarter, and since then, all Liberty. 31-0 is the scoring run right now. Liberty already bowl eligible and looking to put a dent in the Cougars' bowl eligibility hopes. BYU needs two more wins to get there, but they were rolling along at 4-1 and one were the Cougs. 
Two straight losses coming in two today. Can they avoid a three-game losing streak? 34-14 Liberty. Shotgun snap to Bennett. He takes a five-step. Out to the right. Plenty of room for him. He'll point downfield for blockers and slide again a bit early to the 45-yard line gain of three. Second down and seven. And the game clock rolling under 340. Play clock. Full play clock as BYU goes... Hockey line substitution. One, two, three, four, five, six in, six out. Seven in, seven out. So the Cougars with refreshment, uh, replacements, refreshed defenders. Liberty's yardage approaching 470 yards on the day. They've snapped exactly twice as many plays as BYU, 60 to 30. And now you can see true deliberation from Liberty on the play clock. It's down to five and down to four again. Bennett in the gun with two takes the snap. There's a handoff to Shedro Lewis. Shedro running left, cuts inside of Micah Harper and drags Chaz Ayu to the 38-yard line. It was a second and seven, and he nearly got the seven. They'll say he's one yard short. It'll be third down and one. Holding. Big third down. Oh, 55 offense. Bring it back. Ten-yard penalty. Remain second down. And not a lot of those kinds of negative plays for Liberty today, but it brings back a nine-yard gain. 2.53 on the third quarter clock. Liberty 34 and BYU 14. BYU football is brought to you by Fillmore Spencer. That was third penalty of the day against Liberty. Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's favorite local law firm, can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, attorneys at law, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Second and long has not scared this Liberty offense, as I've counted at least four second and longer than tens that have either been converted or resulted in third and two or less. Second and 18, a swing left to DeMario Douglas. A good block on the edge gets into midfield, and he's brought down hard at the 47 of BYU. So a gain of eight on second and 17, third down and nine forthcoming for the Flames. Are we going to see the first punt of the day for Liberty? 2-10 to play in the third quarter. A full play clock for the Flames, but they'll tempo this one. Trips to the left. They'll now motion to trips right, and a timeout is called. Liberty will take a timeout, talk this one over. Timeout, Liberty University. This is their first timeout of the half. 30-second timeout. We'll stay here with it. It also happens to be, Greg, their fir- it's their first timeout of the half. It is their first third and long. So far, they uh, of seven third down attempts, Liberty is five for seven. Going three for four on third and short, so third and four shorter. And then uh, two for three on third and four to nine. This is their first. This is the first time the BYU defense has put the Liberty offense in a third and, ni- wow. third and nine scenario. Mm. And that's a lot of plays for Liberty to have run to get to this point. Yeah. Just getting way too much on first and second kind of all day long. So third and long is a rarity. And even more rare is a punt. No punts for Liberty today. If the Cougs hold here, they may get that, as Liberty may be, may be forced to punt and pin, which would be the wise call with all the momentum that they've yeah. got. Yeah, and I mean, just and really with not much life coming off of the BYU sideline, you're, you're not threatened or nervous at all. But a first down here, and you basically go to the fourth quarter down 20, at least. Bennett's in the gun. He's got Shedro Lewis behind him to his right hip. The give is Shedro, and Shedro on third down and nine. Ball, ball loose, and the Cougs have the takeaway they needed. The ball is stripped, and the Cougars recover at the 40-yard line. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Greg. I'm getting a little bit fixated on this, but like... Ruling on the field is a fumble recovered by the defense. I want to see some jumping up and down. I want to see some... 
some head slap and some you're seeing a little bit of congrat, congratulatory high fives but as an offense you should just be absolutely pumped that after not doing your job the last two drives your defense is setting you up on the 40 rather than being pinned inside your own 20 um well, the only thing stopping BYU or Liberty today has been their own mistakes. They've thrown a pick. They've now got a fumble lost. Can the Cougars take advantage? They must almost have to here. 156 to go in quarter number three. You're down 20. 34 to 14. Cougs get the ball back. Liberty, mistake prone all year long. 18 giveaways to go with 18 takeaways. And those 18 giveaways by the end of the day might be the worst in the FBS. At the 41-yard line of BYU, first and 10 Cougars. The Cougars get a shot in the arm. Can they take advantage? The comeback trail is a long one, but they're on it. Davis behind Hall. No Chris Brooks here in the second half. The swing to Cody Epps complete, but just for a couple yards to the 44 on the far sideline. BYU's got to be in no huddle here. 145 to play in the third. Gain of three, second down and seven. BYU has been giveaway free today. No turnovers, takeaways from Liberty's defense today. Hall and gun. Bounces on the Uh-oh. front of his foot and throws deep downfield. Is it picked off? It is intercepted on the far sideline by Dejon Anthony and Jaron Hall is slow to get up. He gets up to find that he's thrown an INT down the far sideline. The ball lofted up. Liberty defender Dejon Anthony makes the catch and if he got a foot down, it's a good INT. They'll certainly take a look Going at it. The field is the interception by the defense. First down, Liberty University. Wow. So after one play and a gain of three on second and seven, that's and he was throwing under duress, Riley. Jaron Hall was. Man in his face. A little too much air under it. And they'll certainly take a look at it to make sure that it was a good INT. But it's given Liberty the ball back on the first takeaway of the day by the Liberty defense. If it stands... It's Liberty football with 1.27 to play in the third, and the Flames are back out on the field. There is a slight delay as the review official is on the field, not letting play begin. Really well-timed safety blitz. The previous play is under further review. Yep. I think this is a, a little bit of waste of time. It looks to me like he even gets one in the toe tap. Um, but just So you've already seen the replay, and you think it's good? Yeah, I do. Um, on that last play, just, I mean, Liberty's been able to execute every time they, they dialed up pressure against Jaron. They didn't make it obvious. The safety came from depth, but he did a good job waiting for kind of all the traffic to clear in front of him, was able to find his lane and rush the very end of Jaron's throw and was able to hit him as he, as he released it. Well, this Liberty team that had to come back to defeat an FCS team yeah. last week, Gardner-Webb scored 20. BYU sitting at 14 with 127 to go in the third quarter. The Cougs had 14 in the first quarter. It's 34 to 14, Liberty leading BYU. Gardner Webb needed a late score to win 21 to 20. Well, that was their wake-up call. Yeah, and Riley, you mentioned it earlier. I mean, the, the the energy here on the sideline is something that you know after this game it definitely needs to change. It needs to be addressed. Um, it felt like that offense just missed an opportunity to capitalize. Um, the defense was slightly energized after that interception, but nothing from the offense. It didn't feel like they were ready to capitalize on a turnover, which is really when you look at the scoreboard, that's exactly what needed to happen. The offense should be talking to the defense and say, hey, force a turnover, we're going to go capitalize. And it just didn't seem like there's there's much urgency from either side of the ball to support one another, and, and it could be something to address. 
as this team heads into um, next week and the rest of the season because it's, it's, it's just not working right now. Thank you, Mitchell. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. Jaron Hall in the first quarter was 5 for 7, 96 yards and two touchdowns. Since then, 8 for 15, 66 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. It's all gone away for Jaron and the BYU offense. And the defense has had a tough time again getting off the field, but for the two takeaways they have had. And BYU is plus one in turnover margin today. But they were plus two until the Hall INT of a moment ago. Liberty's outgained BYU 482 to 207. This is one of the lowest gaining games for BYU in some time. Still a full quarter to go, but it's a low number of offensive yardage. And, Riley, why is this review taking so long? I was going to say it, uh, it would only work in BYU's favor because the interception was out of bounds. There was no return, so it's not like they're trying to reset the clock. He caught it, got a toe tap, and went out of bounds. The one thing, you know, I was... I, no, they're, I, they're looking at... Uh, they're, they are getting a yard mark here. So maybe they, they are thinking it's incomplete. Let me, I, You know, I said it pretty concretely. A, uh, you know, I'll apologize to our listeners. My spirits aren't the best because things aren't going the Cougars' way today. But the one thing, he did have to reach up high to catch the ball and maybe they're saying he didn't secure or maybe he bobbled maybe they're saying he bobbled it well i i, it, I just saw the replay it looks like a clean catch to me yeah so i'm not I don't sure know what what's they're looking at but wow if this gets overturned they'll have to explain why that was because he appeared to have control and had a foot down didn't appear to be a true bobble situation foot down they're saying he's bobbling it well they may say he didn't have complete control that would have to be the judgment and that's after a call of INT on the field, that's a tough overturn if you're Liberty, but BYU will certainly take it. They need it. But the, the length of the review, the fact the notebook is out, this would seem to indicate this is not going to be a good INT. And that was a foot down, a second foot down, and control it would appear. But if they're going to judge that the DB got enough of a hand on it to create a bobble, it'll be an overturned INT and BYU football, and the Cougs desperately need this break, and it would be a break because I think that's a, that's a weird call. <laughs> Hugh Freeze, they. Uh, oh, here we go. After further review, the ball was moving when the player went out of bounds. Wow. Zinkley pass, third down. If the Cougars come back to win this game, and it will take a lot, down 20, that play will be talked about here for a long, long time. That is a really critical overturn, and, and, and they had to do a lot of work to give that ball back to BYU. No benefit of the doubt on the field. And so, and let me just say to any aspiring wide receivers out there, go back and look at that clip. Keanu Hill, who got, you know, he's in double coverage. I shouldn't call him a DB. Throw. It's the wide receiver that made the play. Yeah, right, it was yeah. a wide, Keanu Hill, rather than conceding it, still contested it, and he was the reason the ball was still moving as he stepped out of bounds, despite getting two feet in bounds. Huge break for BYU. Now it's a third down and seven back at the 44-yard line of BYU. Holland shotgun. Offense back out on the field. Katoa left hip. Jaron, quick fire. It's incomplete, and a flag will fly. Yes, it will. Pass interference on Nakua, and the Cougs move the chains on a 15-yard penalty. Wow. The Cougs keep hope alive with a critical overturn of an interception that appeared to be a surefire INT for Liberty, but they say a ball is moving in the DB's hands. The Cougs get the ball back in the next play, although incomplete is pass interference. Pass interference, 29 defense. The ball will be spotted at the spot of the foul. Automatic first down. Wouldn't that be something if the play of the day for BYU becomes an overturn? Still plenty of work to do, and you got to stop Liberty at some point. But the Cougs 
are still alive with 1.23 to play in the third down 20. This crucial drive remains in effect. Even though it was an obvious pass interference, I don't like the fact that you come back and you, your next success was had by way of penal, defensive penalty as well or by way of the referees. BYU has to find open receivers in their own success in gaining yards. Hall shotgun, Katoa right hip, trips left. Jaron looks left, throws underneath. It is high uh-huh. and incomplete through the hands of Ethan Erickson. And... Safety, Robert Rahimi, dove, but it fell in front of him to complete. It'll be second down and 10, BYU at the Liberty 45-yard line. And everything you'd have to think now is four-down territory on Liberty's side of the field, no doubt. Jaron Hall, two for his last seven, throwing it. BYU looking for some kind of offensive spark. They got it on back-to-back plays with an overturn and a P.I. to put him into Liberty territory. Twins left and right. To the right, it's Erickson and Nakua. Shotgun to Jaron. Settling in a clean pocket. Now some pressure from behind. And he... Oh, they strip it! It's on the ground and recovered by BYU. The Flames had it and lost it to Kingsley Suamataya. Can you believe that? Christian Zachary had the football. Hall being chased from behind. Rolling on the field is a fumble. Recovered by the offense. Third down. It'll be third and long as Hall was stripped. Had no idea had a man behind him. And Christian Zachary somehow... Let the ball squirt out of his hands on the ground. Liberty again gives BYU hope and life. Now it's third and 12 from the 47 of Liberty. The strip of Hall and Liberty had the football. How did Zachary not come up with that? It keeps BYU alive third and 12 from the Liberty 47. Shotgun snap, Jaron. Takes a five-step. Sidestepping to his left. Throws deep downfield and is incomplete. Too high for Chase Roberts. Fourth down and 12. 22 seconds to go in the third. And the offense will certainly have to stay on the field. So, it's almost do or die time when you're down 20 and you're about to give Liberty the ball back. you got to find 12 yards on fourth down and 12. Or Liberty will get the ball to end the quarter and take it into the fourth. Leading by 20. 34-14 is our score. Liberty on top. Got to find a way. Fourth down and 12. Cosper and Roberts left. Nakua to the right. The tight end is Rex left. So trips left for Hall. The shotgun snap. Drop. Throw. Knock away from Chase Roberts. Incomplete on the pass breakup from Dejon Anthony. And Liberty takes over on downs. A good throw to Chase Roberts. And the ball in the breadbasket. But a swipe down from the arm of Dejon Anthony. Knocks the ball away. And the offense will trudge off the field. Liberty football. The Cougars got some lifelines in that sequence. An overturned interception. A PI. A fumble that squirted out of the hands of a D lineman. And yet, BYU, after all of that, cannot take advantage. They turn it over on downs for the second time today. And 34-14 the score. Liberty will take a 20-point lead at least into the fourth quarter. 16 seconds left in the fourth. Jonathan Bennett and the Liberty offense back out on the field. Liberty about to snap its 63rd play to BYU's 36 on the day. Hand off Day-Day. Day-Day doesn't like what he sees inside, so busts it outside. Steps through a tackle and gets a near first down run to the far sideline. Move the sticks to the 41-yard line. It's a 12-yard run on first and 10. The clock will restart once the sticks are moved, and Liberty need not run another play. Here in the fourth quarter. The ball is set. Clock yet to move. 
Now it's wound, and that should do it. Liberty should not snap a play. We are through three quarters of play. Liberty on a 31-0 run, leading BYU 34-14 on the new skin, BYU Sports.